Right, we've been watching the Doctor Who Christmas special this year, and we're quite on, frankly yeah. for, for Christmas Day. On Christmas yeah. Day, yeah. We're, we're a bit disappointed. Yeah, it was really a weird upset. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she sat there. And just spoke to the camera. She looked right at the camera. I know, breaking and, and, the fourth wall. There. Exactly. Yeah. And, and did you notice there was no opening credits this time? No, and no closing no. credits. No, no. no. Um, no. The new outfit. Yeah. I liked the pearls. Yeah, the, the jewelry bit, was bit nice. Frumpy. Mm. Yeah, but I didn't think the gold piano belonged in the console room, though. No, no, it no. was and, a bit OTT. And I tell you what, I don't like to say it, mm. but doesn't Jodie Whittaker look old without makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks a lot. Like the Queen to me. She did, and yeah. that accent. Oh. Ah. Uh, what? Oops. I I think I know what we were watching. Go into the podcast. <laughs> oh. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to this, the Staggering Stories New Year podcast. Hey! New Year, new danger. That coincidentally is actually being recorded on On Christmas Christmas Day. Day. We are here with a Christmas tree with lights, we've got homemade chocolates, we've got drinks. We've got toffee cider. Jean's naked again. (laughs) Yeah. And later on, we're going to do the very first ever... Audio balloon animal making. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In the we, meantime... We do have another present that needs to be opened. Oh. Ooh. Okay, go on then. Pass it down. Uh, oh. Let's go. And we're oh. getting heckled to, by a cat. To oh. Karen from Adam. Oh. I can hear a cat Listen, meowing. I can hear a cat. Oh. I'm just going to let the cat in. <laughs> <laughs> Live podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Talk amongst yourself while we let the cat in. This is my place. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, 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 there's the cat. <laughs> well, <it's> sleigh bells. Meow. <laughs> Hello, Crunchy. Hi, Crunch. Goodbye, Crunchy. Right, open I, that present. Have woman. I got to open this present? You now? have yep, to yep. open. Oh, dear. Trouble is, it's been taped up by Adam. I, don't, I think I did it really quite easy, didn't I? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sure he sellotapes them, so there is virtually oh. no way to get into it. I'm in! What is it? What is it? What is it? It's a book. It's a play. It's a film. It's funny. He's um he's bought me a copy of Venus Thirteen, the book I told you about before. That time with, you, uh, you understood probably it. the same copy. With the very phallic Yeah, I think mine cost 25p. <laughs> <laughs> That's tonight's reading sorted out. Yeah. Now you've got to read it and review it. Yeah. Let's read the opening bit. Oh, God. <laughs> someone, someone pick a page. 69. Right, OK. Of course it has, he said. We can't have it floating about forever. A year, a whole bloody year, 360 God knows how many days. Joe's eyes followed the constellation as it wafted gently in front of her. It'll spread and get into everything, she said. <laughs> yeah. That's what that book is about. Uh. And there's some sex in it. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. <laughs> you insane old man. <laughs> Can you get a Kindle copy? It's not as good. There's a certain smell to a dirty book. <laughs> yeah, a couple of pages are stuck together. <laughs> you don't want to wash a Kindle down. No. Anyway, I'm Fake Keith. 
I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm Jean. <laughs> and I, yes, I am, am the one elf that Santa dismissed for inappropriate behaviour <laughs> of life. And I'm just totally confused because we're sitting in all the wrong we are, We're in the wrong house. <laughs> we are, yeah. We're not at Adam's house. So anyway, as we got the uh, Doctor Who Christmas Day special wrong... That was weird. Sorry, Mum. Mum, sorry, so, sorry Mum. wasn't one. Mum, sorry, sorry, Mum. Should we review the whole season? We could do. Oh, we've got a new member of the team. Yeah, I'm stuck we in We would like throat. to introduce you to Oliver, the Staggering Stories podcast, Elephant. <laughs> yes, he does sound like a duck, but believe yeah. me, he's, he's an elephant. An elephant. <laughs> right, before we go into all the serious <laughs> stuff... Did you should... know what Staggering Stories episode it is? 305. Bloody hell, I have no idea. <laughs> well, you don't usually do it. Crumbly's I not know. here. I so. know. Crumbly's not here. Crumbly is, has had <laughs> so many mince pies, he physically cannot move. No. And he's... our doors are not wide enough to roll him through. He's, he's actually in the front garden, lying on his back. Mm, burping gently. Yeah. And Scott's still dead. Yeah. Before <sighs> we start on all the serious business of oh, yes. the, uh, the new season. Yes. We do have news. some news. I think we should have some news. <laughs> <laughs> You're really behind. Aren't you? I You're totally completely am. thrown. Here's the news with El Presidente. Woo-hoo! Doctor Who Series 11 soundtrack. Skipping over Series 10, Murray Gold's final work on Doctor Who, Silver Screen Records are releasing the soundtrack of Jodie Whittaker's first season instead. Yay. Uh Yay, but I would still like Season 10. Sure, it'd come eventually. Segan Akinola. Segan Akinola, yep. Yep. Inaugural soundtrack will be released on CD and download on the 11th of January 2019. He said of it... Where do I even begin? (laughs) Working on Series 11 has been nothing short of the experience of a lifetime. I have loved every single minute of it, from working closely with the production team to writing the character themes to recording the New Year's special. It's truly been so much fun. Tracks Mm. include, You Really Need to Get Out of Those Clothes, My fam, Tendril, this no- who knows is so unreliable, Kablam, made a new friend. 41 tracks on the double CD set for twelve ninety nine. OK, so that's the end of the news. OK. Who wants to hear news at Christmas anyway? Yeah. Well, before we go into our seriously important and very, very professional review of the season, I think we should have a game. Oh, a game already, right? A game. Okay. Quiz game. You guys up for a quiz? A little bit of a quiz. Mystery game. Shall we have a quiz about the original Star Trek series? Okay. 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 I might stand a fighting chance. I won't be very good at this, but go on. Okay, okay, okay. Star Trek's third year opened... the best one. With what, uh, with what is universally hailed as one of Smock's them. Smock's brain. <laughs> you can see the answers. No, I can't. Answers, answers, answers are at the back. How oh. did you know it was going to be worst and not best? <laughs> universally worst has got to be. Th- season three, yeah. they didn't have the best yeah. of anything. You've got it. Smock's brain. <laughs> Something is stolen in the above episode. Why is it needed? 
Picard's... Ooh. Picard's? Picard, he's not around. Kirk's toupee to keep his head warm. <laughs> no. No? Is it needed to run a computer or something? Is Ooh. it Spock's brain again? It, it, that's what was stolen. But and why? The, why was it stolen? Because it made for a funny episode. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Because the fe- people who wrote Futurama <laughs> wanted it in a bottle. <laughs> No, Adam had got it right to run a planetary. Why you say yes? That's correct. You're a very bad because, game because show I want, person. I wanted to hear what other opinions <laughs> you're going to come out with. In wink of an eye. Oh god! What was unusual about the aliens the Enterprise meets? There weren't any. They weren't green. They were invisible. They were male. They had lollipops for ears. <laughs> no. Well, these are black and white ones, aren't they? No, no, no not no. the black and white Are they well, the ones with the bums for the heads? Not the ones with the... the, the did they all, the did they all look like Nurse Chapel? No. Were they no. chibbles? No. Can we, have clown? Clown? <laughs> Can we have a clue? <laughs> I've forgotten the question. <laughs> Insects. Insects? They look Insects. like sperm. No. Uh, oh, you're inse- kicking my microphone. Yeah, but you're the one who get blamed for it. Sorry. <laughs> Insects. Um, That's your clue. Were they bumblebees? No. What's the question? <laughs> what was unusual Sarbies. about bees? Sarbies. In show. How do you manage to put up? This? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Read the question. I'm reading the question in wink of an eye. Yeah. What was unusual? They only lived for a really short period of time. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Did half, I really get it right? Half a point. Okay, yeah, that's not, a good not, guess. Not right. Gives they, it away. They, not re- they really live for a long time. No, 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 no. Don't no, lose no, 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 no. I've got to try to find the answer. Please, now. please give us the answer. <laughs> when they reproduce, it doesn't take long. Bit like, <laughs> bit like some humans. You don't know the answer. That's, of course I don't. That's why I've got the answers That's here. atrocious. They moved very, very fast. They had hyper-fast lifespan so whenever they spoke you couldn't see them so I was right well, you couldn't see them and whenever they spoke they sounded like insects oh I remember that one yeah okay. I don't so ever was, seen that one so I was nearly right you was nearly right what were the two aliens fighting over in let that be your last battlefield oh a battlefield a planet a woman an interesting frock <laughs> um, black and white because they had Oh, black. One was half yeah. black and the other you one was half white. You said black and white every question. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blue whale. You know, you know it's going to be right eventually. <laughs> it's good tactics, if you ask is. me. Last question for the original series. Okay. okay. And then we'll move on to something else. Okay. Not <laughs> uh, Voyager, please. <laughs> Name the librarian in All Our Yesterdays. Jeff. Maggie. The clue is... His name is very literal. The librarian. <laughs> no, no. Booker. No. Chapter. No. Journal. No. Verse. No. Word. No. Letter. Do you give up? Paragraph. <laughs> Syllable. Dewey. Full stop. Keeper. No. 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 Um, card. <laughs> you just sound... Orangutan! <laughs> Book. You are now just shouting words. Not Shepherd book. book. No. no, not book. Not book. So he's a librarian. Yes. And his name is. Oh, is it just literal? No. Mr. Literal. No. 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 His name is quite no. literal. Yes. Wordy. Did he float about? No. So his name was something no. to do with the library? 
Yes. But we've been saying that. And you, no, you, you, yeah, but you, haven't <laughs> say, you haven't been saying the right thing. Okay, let's start just, from the outside. Uh, oh, Driveway. <laughs> steps. Just Come tell on. us the answer. <laughs> Mr. Atos. Oh, A-Z. We would have said that eventually. No, because eventually we'd have run out of words. Which was A2Z for them. Well, it was, yeah, but, you know. Do some next gen. Some... We might have a chance yeah, with that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and we might be sensible. No. 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 Next generation, season one. Ooh. Oh, I get the best of them. <laughs> Encounter at Farpoint. Thank you. Geordie LaForge wears, wears a visor to help him Yay! see. What does visor stand Visual for? Visual impairment sensory override replicator. God. <laughs> no, uh... That would have been so good if I was right. <laughs> Is it visual impairment? Hang on, hang on, I've got to find the oh. answers. I'm sure it's visual something, but um, God knows. No visual go. interaction. Interface. Visual Maybe. interface sensory. Oh, no. Visual? Visual? Yes. Impairment? No. Interface? No. Interaction? No. Imaging? <laughs> Imaging? Emo- emo- Image? Emoji? No. Um. Is? No. Icicle? <laughs> Isotope? No. Igloo. In? Idiot that came up with this anachronism no. just to make In- it work. Incest? <laughs> no. Interface? No. 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 Invisible instrument? Visual instrument, so... <laughs> Hang on, I've lost it. Oh, there we go. So, no. eyes... No, Look, no. listeners, this, is, this has gone into the realms of charades as well. Visual instrument, yes. Yes. stupidly no. on no. retina. No. <laughs> we give up. Sensor. Visual instrument sensor on... Well, sort of sensory... sensory. Over- Optical. Override. Orifice. Optical. <laughs> Orange. No, no. Visual instrument sensory override. No. Ocular. No. No. What isn't it? Off. An band. It's definitely not an band. Car. <laughs> Vis- visual instrument. That ends the quiz. <laughs> Tell us, please. Receptor. No. Visual instrument and sensory organ replacement. Ah, oh. oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How long did some studio executive they tried work to hard. that one? Yeah, into that. The back and never heard one. <laughs> oh dear! Please, can we move on? To something? Let's else. move on to something move else. <laughs> else. <laughs> You're just annoyed because you didn't win. I don't think anyone won. <laughs> and now, serious face. We are going to do an overview of Jodie Whittaker's first season. Remember, the views expressed here <laughs> are our own, and genes are mainly wrong. <laughs> Pause for music. Why pick on me? <laughs> because you're so easy. Because <laughs> I'm sitting beside so you me, as I well. Anyway. I do not want to suck your balloon. <laughs> The 11th season. Overall, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yes, I did. I have to say that. It was not a perfect season. Yes, there is room for improvement. But mm-hmm. on, on, on the whole, I would say, if, I, if you force me to give it an, out of 10, I would say 7 out of 10. Mm. Sounds fair. Yeah. I would give it a little more than 7 out of 10. Yeah. Sim- simply because it's attracted so many youngsters to the show. 
who, quite frankly, had lost track of it or their parents wouldn't let them watch it. Mm. It's going back to basics, I think, was a brilliant idea. And as I've said many, many, many times before, we have to remember that it's not written for fogies like us. It's written for children who watched Rosa and watched the um, India one and learned something from it. I think everybody can learn something from it. Yeah. I think the best Doctor Who works on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this one did. For me, good season, but probably the weakest of New Who. You reckon? Just for the writing. You sure it's not just because it was different? And it was very different. It was very it different. It was, yes. A lot of things yeah. which were different I really liked. Mm. Uh, the casting, really liked. Yeah. Great Doctor. Um, at least one of the companions is great. The other mm-hmm. two... bit underused, bit... Yeah. Especially Yaz. The cinematography oh, was great. Yeah. It looked like they're throwing real money at it, particularly with all the locations they went to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a lot of what they'd done, all the changes I loved, it's just the writing felt a little weak. It's not any problem. That's kind of important. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, there's people I work with and they've got younger kids and they're loving it. They're absolutely loving it. Cause, and I agree with them. The stories, unlike some of Steve Moffat's stories, which I really felt got overly complicated, these are... Basically, good old-fashioned beginning, middle, middle and, and end, end. stories. Yeah. In case you had an end, not always. It, yeah, not <laughs> always. But it was at least you didn't have an end that ended three stories later that then contradicted the beginning of the story and that kind of stuff. It wasn't all timey-wimey as it had got to be. Mm. Um, and the kids liked it. I have mixed feelings with it. This Anyone that sits and watches this who says, this isn't classic who, has obviously not watched Reign of Terror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has or obviously any. not watched any of Hartnell or most of Trout's stuff because yeah. almost all of these stories could have been dropped into that era yeah. without a second look. Yeah, yeah, it is much more classic who and than yeah. new who. In whilst ways. there's Part elements I've, that <laughs> I really liked, that's... Not the kind of who we're used to. No, Doctor has moved on. Yeah, and, and Chibnall th- hasn't. Yeah, I and I liked the refreshingness of it. I the historical ones were interesting, but there were I, I would like to probably see maybe only two historical ones. There Be- were only two, weren't there? No, there was three. There was Rosa. There was oh, the Demons yeah. of Punjab, and there there was the Witchfinders. And I think the thing that got me with the season was that a lot of the time the Doctor's presence was irrelevant. It wouldn't yeah. have changed anything one mm. way or the other. The The Demons of Pinjab, brilliant story, they but were nothing changed at all. Mm. They, they, were, they were superfluous. They, and, and that was probably almost a classic Hartnell story. Yeah. Same with the finale. And, yeah, and that, they, they were watching. Um, I mean, most of the stories, they had either no impact... Or a little impact. Mm. Um, and there was no... For me, I never felt any real jeopardy. And even when I was a kid, you still kind of like wanted to feel sometimes that, oh, you know, or, or is he going to get... Oh, is she going to get out of this year or, or what again, have you? I wonder how much of this comes down to age because um, talking to work colleagues, um, Rosa was... The big hitter for oh, yeah. the what the hell, mum? Why are they doing that, mum? Mum, yeah. what's happening? The that spy- was less about Doctor Who and more about the real history. Well, mm. Yeah, the spider one terrified them. Mm. Okay, and <laughs> Kablam also was a, a scary. Oh, what's going to happen here? One of the highlights mm. for me. Mm. Kablam yeah, was awesome. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe as, as Adam was saying, Doctor Who to an extent always was written on multiple levels mm. and. 
The best this stories, anyway. season, yeah, the best stories, and this season, not many of the stories are multiple level. Hmm. They, you know, there aren't. They, they are very good for younger children. But they don't Eight, have 12. that kind of like sh- little bit extra sometimes. Could, should it be that that's the way it should be? Because some of the late Matt Smith and Capaldi ones. I must, as as we as I mentioned in previous podcasts, the the trilogy with the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, it's just, just what the hell's going on? I really didn't enjoy it or understand it. No, I'm, no, that and, wasn't a good one. <laughs> yeah, but some of them are like that, and yeah. Yeah. you've got to remember this is not a program written for adults. Well, this is this, what I was saying. Well, that. This yeah. is a lot more Say simplistic, that. and I liked that, whereas mm. I found Steve... I, even I found Steve Moffat's stuff convoluted yeah. to a ridiculous level, which it, is I'm what I do sure like. I'm not sure true. His final season wasn't, I don't think. No, that's mm. when he, he, he'd stopped actually trying to be... It's only <laughs> really the Matt Smith era where he was doing that complete arc throughout mm. Matt Smith's mm. era, as yeah. it turns out, although it felt the latter part was a bit tacked on. But it's it's fat. It should be family entertainment. And if a kid turns to his dad and says, "Dad, what's that about?" and dad goes, "Damn, divino," it's it's not worked. <laughs> One of the things I was afraid of, kind of like happened, with having a bigger cast. Thankfully, they didn't have them permanently. Yaz or um, Ryan stuck in a ducting or traps <laughs> yeah, or ankle. Yeah, yeah. But the with no the greatest of respect to Yaz's acting, other than the demons of the Punjab, which was about her, you could have removed her character from all of those stories. Yeah, yeah. and they, the stories wouldn't have dropped down from it. Her, yeah. her of all the three assistants, hers is the one character that they are not. Or they don't seem to be using. They're using Ryan, and they're using Graham. Yeah. Mm. But she's almost like I can understand why people are. Some people are saying, you know, is this the politically correct lineup? Because it almost feels like well, we've got her here because we need this other character, but we're not going to use this. I character. don't think it's got anything. To I don't. Do th- with... I don't think it has. No. But I can see why people are, are making that assumption. Because you aren't really using that character, so why is that character there? Yeah, I, d- I don't agree that there's anything... Because poli- I've, argu- I've argued online that, you know, she they're has. just people you <laughs> see in England. Yeah, she is like Nyssa. Yeah. Um, on yeah. her own, her and the Doctor together, I think, would be awesome. Yeah. But her and the Doctor with Ryan and Graham, she's she becomes Nyssa. She's yeah. pushed to the side, yeah. and that's a such a shame. It is. She's, she's a good I, character. For quite a while, I've, wa- I've wanted, and... Back in 2009, 2010, we first saw shots of uh, Amy Pond. Mm. I thought maybe we were getting a police mm. character. Mm. I thought it would be great. We've never in the history of Doctor Who had a, somebody who's been from police yeah. service as a, as a as character a in Doctor. Yeah. How would they react to it? And finally, we get them. And they don't. And they do they don't, nothing they, with There was that. just a couple of throwaway pieces. And mm, there were yeah. times when she should have stepped up. Yeah. Because they were on Earth in her time. And she should have stepped up and gone, oi. I mean, the, the, the Trump spider one. She should have been... A couple yeah. of times she tried to, to, to calm the situation down. Yeah. But, but yeah. she never made use of her skills. And I know no, she's really. only no. a probationary, but she was obviously far enough along her probation for them to let her loose on her yeah, own. Exactly. Well, as, so we're not we talking saw, the first day out of police yeah. academy. As we saw in the first episode, she was more than uh, gung-ho. I won't say gung-ho, but had gumption and yeah, drive and force. a bit of ambition yeah. to her. yeah. Yeah. I think the surprise for a lot of people who have never seen him act before is Bradley Graham Walsh. Bradley Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's acting. I think they've been very good with writing for him and for his acting as well. He is 
a very, very good, strong character. But as a very good, strong male character, he hasn't overshadowed the female Doctor. It that, would be easy mm, to write him in such a way that he could. That was initially mm. my fear when I, I learned how t- that he'd been caught, uh, cast, is, oh, God, they've cast a dominant male to pick up the slack for the Doctor. Mm. But, but he's, he's no, right from the beginning, no. he's, he's, um, he's defers to her yes, because yeah. he recognises the skills. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, mm. like I've said many a time on this podcast and like I've said many a time on the commentary, if I ever meet Bradley Walsh, I am going to have to apologise profusely to him because <laughs> he's been marvellous. Mm. I think yeah. some of the, the best acting moments have been from him. Oh, yeah. 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 When I say about things like Jeopardy, one of the things I would have altered slightly, and I think it would have given the Doctor more power, so to speak, was in the Rosa episode, it was very obvious that Rosa Parks had to stand up for Bradley Walt, no, yeah. no, oh. for Bradley's character. Yeah, Graham yeah. was the Graham was the white person on the bus whom she had to stand up to give the seat to. Mm. Yeah. And the Doctor was the bystander watching. I think that would have actually been a slightly more powerful scene if it had been the Doctor was yeah, the white yeah. person yeah. on the bus. Because the Doctor's character is very much, I've got to stand up for people, I've got to... And to actually force the Doctor into that role to preserve history but to actually withhold all of her No, I think drive. Bradley... I think Graham was the right call for Yeah, because like I understand why you say that, but I found it more powerful that she just had to sit there and do nothing. And yeah. like, I mean, when, and when Graham said, I, I don't want to be here, I don't want to yeah. be part of this, yeah. it nearly made me cry. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's for a man of character yeah. to yeah. know he's got to... Just oh, yeah. stand by while this woman yeah. is assaulted. I thought it, that was an amazingly powerful scene for yeah. him. It was mm. completely, and even though he had virtually nothing to say in that entire yeah. scene, it's all, I mean, his expressive acting is mm. is out of this world. It's amazing. Unlike the villains this season, oh, which I was very disappointed. Sucks. That by. has been a, a Tim, low point. Tim Shaw wasn't strong enough. No, no. I mean, I I enjoyed him in the first episodes, but he really wasn't strong enough to be the big bad at the end. In, in that sort opinion. of first episode, you want to. A villain who's quite easy to deal with, and yeah. too much for a plot point. The ghost, so the doctor can. Well, yeah, so yeah. yeah, the new doctor, new companions, new everything. We need more time with them yeah. than yeah. the villain. The ghost monument. There really wasn't a villain. The environment, but that didn't actually mm. deem any I, I real liked those, threat. Yeah, I liked those things though. Those weird sparkly oh, yeah. things. Well, yeah, that was that was a good idea. Rosie, and, you've got a racist human. Yeah, I was... Um, Apparently yeah. human, as far as we can tell. From the far future. And I didn't mind that so much, because I thought that was um, a very good way of showing that, OK, yeah, Rose is about to do this amazing thing that's going to go down in history, but there are going to be assholes until the end of time. Yeah. And yeah. telling us you've got to stand up to them. So, yeah. And in a way, it made sense that he was so weak, because people like that are weak. Then you had the arachnids, so basically you had household <laughs> spiders going spiders mad. Were cool. <laughs> yeah, spiders were cool. The, now, and Trump. We had the, Trump. the yeah. Sarangan conundrum, and <laughs> I sat there for ages thinking, what on earth or who did that, that little thingy remind me of? And then my other half top said something, and I remember who it reminded me of. We guess. Go on. Nibbler. Yeah. Yeah. Nibbler. Yeah. So really you weren't at that, that podcast, were you? So, oh, you're not saying, yeah. so how can Nibbler be a real enemy? Come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't exactly, you know. The force of nature. Yeah, that's, than, yeah. that's it. They were dealing with the force of nature. Yeah. Demons of Punjab, there was no, no. 
well, demons or enemy. But the, see, I, I the, the humans were the the humans was, yeah. but in terms of no, and that that made a change that the people who we'd all sat there thinking, oh, they're the bad guys. Ooh, yeah, they weren't the bad guys at no, all. No, and it's a, no, it's, it's a, good. again, it's your perceptions. But as I've said, I do have a problem with the ending of that, particularly so mm. soon after Rosa, where yeah, she she was putting time back on track. Yeah, but here to walk away as a man shot dead. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't sit right for me even now. It, that one was re- that that wrote the um, demons of Punjab was basically the most closest episode you're going to get to something like Reign of Terror, where you know there was the yeah. French Revolution, people were dying around, there's absolutely nothing Doctor and Ian and most of it could do. They yeah. could just go yeah. and get out. Now they're in it for different reasons, but yeah. that you know when but, people say this season has no bearing on old Who. Watch Demons of Punjab, watch Reign of Terror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> compare that to um, Fast Pompeii, where the Doctor does save somebody or a family. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lovely bit of fan fiction out there. Oh, yeah. Um, on the back of the Fires of Pompeii, where um, he's dropped them off on a safe mountain hillside and they've yeah. gone off to make their own lives. And that really screws up the... Uh, the timelines, and he has to go and get them and put them back in Pompeii. Really, and it's okay. really, really well written. <laughs> and I don't know die. who wrote it, but you you wrote a really good story there. Mm. <laughs> Probably, although it was in favour of the mass conglomerate, Kablam. I think that I quite enjoyed that one. I thought Kablam and, was wonderful. And that one again, we did actually have someone who uh, was up vil- to real yeah. villainy. Yeah. yeah, and bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's the worst thing in the world for bubble wrap to be to be um. It's good. <laughs> deadly. You, you who Moffat particularly has made household things scary. Yeah. Um, Whether it be uh, gas masks or I, I shadows, think, or I think that is a troop statues. Or yeah. I think that's yeah. a troop from the series since way back. I was going to say, yeah, Moffat, come on, did Moffat did have well. plastic. Please that's hand it. up everyone in this room who would actually willingly spend time near mannequins yeah. in a room <laughs> at twilight. Before the relaunch with Rose. <laughs> That's of old two, the only thing that really comes to mind is the Autons plastic of that type. Yeah. That mm. But New Who has been quite an ongoing thing. But anyway. Then we had the Witchfinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was such a muddle of an episode. Now, yeah. there was stuff about this I really liked in that they got a lot of, a lot of it accurate. And especially James' first Bible yeah. was the one that brought yeah. in "Thou shall not let a witch live," etc., etc., and the witch finders and the Maleficent. So some of the historical stuff they got really, really accurate. Um, poor old Doctor probably should have died of hypothermia. About time, time lady. Just, uh, tucked him in the water. Must have been. There. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Doctor could survive it. I'm not sure. It was March, wasn't it? When it was yeah. really cold. Yeah. yeah, let's kid off our lead actress, sort of yeah. stuff. Um, I don't know. There was something about that episode. It was slightly King's Demon-ish. That's probably why I liked it, because I still love the King's Demons. I, I kind, kind <laughs> of quite liked accent. it. I think it's one I've got to watch a second yeah. time. I've watched it three or four times now, and it gets better now I know what to expect, but I still think tonally is all over the shop. <laughs> I, I disagree. I, I quite enjoyed that one. Uh, especially with the uh, the comedy king. Well, that's that's what yeah, threw that's it for me because it yeah. would have been serious, and then suddenly you've got someone from Carry On Kinging. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, you know, by the end of it, I was loving him because it was just so like outrageous. It's a different episode. Yeah, but it was. It was like they'd put two episodes together yeah. and made one. They should have either made it comedy from the start or stuck with yeah. and made him a threatening king. Yeah, if you're going to do. I, uh, robots are showered. Do robots are showered? Yeah. 
<laughs> I think, as I said, the, the king is sort of more accurate to the king King James actually was. Well, he was he was a, a flirt. And a, yes. If it moved, bonk it. But yeah. he was just too comedy. He was closer to Captain Jack than any human <laughs> should actually ever be in that regard. Um, then we had the story that I think will never, ever stop annoying me. How oh, was that? It takes you away, I want to bonk my dead wife. <laughs> that was actually the there, worst it? example of parenting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But it was one of my favourite episodes. Yeah, I really, I it was one really of enjoyed especially, it. Yeah. Especially with Graham. Again, he's and a Grace. nice... And Grace. Gra- Graham and Grace. Don't do this. Yeah, mm. that was the only saving... Value for oh, the whole. I love no, the whole I mean, thing. I love the little things like the window changing shape, yeah. depending on which reality you were yeah. in. <laughs> and yeah, no, I I got nothing bad to say about no, that. Apart from the parenting. Yeah, my only complaint would be that middle bit in the um. What the it, no, oh, zone. with the no, with the zone. with the um. The flesh eating moth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See, the Don't only remember. character, I mean, apart Merchant, from the doctor, I had sympathy for the the daughter. But Graham was the only character I really started to feel for in the episode. I had mm. no sympathy for the the hero, Eric, kind of style. <laughs> Is he a hero? No, he isn't. No, he, he wasn't. Was considering the amount of people that wanted to thump him. Yeah. 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 And then our last one, the Battle of Rotten Koalas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ox... Very, very interesting concept. Mm. Yeah. But again, Tim Shaw, nah. They should... I. I I would think I'd have preferred something, someone new, someone a lot more threatening. I don't know. It, uh, for me, he remained very true to his character. He just oh, upped yeah. the scale. Yeah. Mm. But he didn't actually do very much. Uh, <laughs> he was there 3,000 years and yeah, built a weapon. Exactly. It was a bit... Having, having the machine built. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how long it took him. OK, interior of the TARDIS. Haven't seen enough of it. Haven't seen enough yeah. of it. Loved what I've seen except for the console itself. Okay, mm. don't like custard creams. Well, it's 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 not that. It's it. Get big ones now. Yeah, I know, very big ones. <laughs> Charles, you're mad. Uh, there doesn't. There's not enough controls on it. That's just it. As they I finally build it, they might appear. Because <laughs> yeah. when it was the first thing we saw of it, you will notice we don't see very a lot dark, of it, and smoky. it's very in dark mm, and very yeah, smoky. Yeah, and that was because they had physically actually I, built I it. I do by know that because um, <laughs> uh, first time we see it, the top of the crystal spires are static. Yeah. Then you have the um, rotor going up and down in the yeah. next episode. Then the following episode after that, you have a long shot and the top of the crystals are going up and up down, down in time to the rotor. Donkeys, yeah. but, <laughs> I, I like the little. TARDIS, the little spinning yeah, holographic yeah. spot. Almost, yeah. That's yeah, the form the Chris- it's in at the moment. I yeah. like to think that's the chameleon yeah, circuit. Yeah, I think that is the general yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, I think it it looks to me, and it, I don't think it's because you've got four people in there. The size of the it's columns smaller. and that kind of stuff makes it feel like a very small yeah, space. Now we've seen it properly, yeah. which we didn't in the first yeah. episode of the tomb. Now yeah. it probably does look smaller, and it's only on one level, really. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a couple of steps. Up, I mean, but. I suspect it's probably about the same size as Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi's one, about but it, yeah. it just feels visually Be- like it's a very, very tight, confined it's because space. Because it's on that one level, maybe. Yeah. Right, and also how it's shot. Yeah. yeah. There was some um, lots of high camera work with uh, Matt yeah. Smith and how yeah. to make yeah. a proper use yeah. of the, uh, yeah. the, the two take-out bit and sort of yeah. camera view down. So yeah. my favourite console, my favourite console of all time was the uh, Davis, the last console, Davison, Baker and McCoy with yeah. the buttons. Next one is the Smith Capaldi one. 
with the, the buttons. buttons. I just mm. love the controls. No yeah. yeah, you've got no physical it's all, control. It's all touch control yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, music. Loved it. So did I. Uh, so someone at work said the big difference for them has been the music, especially in the uh, in two thousand. You know, when it first came back, Rose onwards. Yeah. They found overpowering. Mm. This yeah. time, the music. Sometimes you're not aware it's there. Which but is, you know it's there. It's like a, decent, a good piece of music is like a good referee. It's there, but it doesn't interfere. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this has been like. Kodos to uh, Murray Gold. I have loved Murray oh, Gold. Yeah. So They've yeah. been brilliant. But this, again, is brilliant, but from a different angle. It's completely, it's completely different. different. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, Murray Gold, I mean, things like the Doomsday theme and... Um, Gallifrey. Oh, Gallifrey and yep. um, the, well, the strange, Journey's, strange Journey's yeah, End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some absolutely brilliant stuff in yeah. there. Yeah. And it's, it's, I want to get the CD of the last season yeah. to listen to it properly oh, yeah. and just to see what this guy comes up with. Because mm. mm. uh, one that you mentioned, you've heard a lot and has been used a lot, is uh, the third... Well, I think is the 13th theme. Yeah, mm. I like that. The, like that for, the, for the 13th Doctor, yeah. which is, again... Exciting, encouraging, fast-paced, wonderful and mystical, like all the others. Yeah. But different. different. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think overall, I, I have generally enjoyed the series. Mm-hmm. It's not been... There's no, there's nothing in it that's actually jumped out at me and I've gone, oh, that episode is going into my top 10, my top 50 no. or what have you. There's been mm-hmm. no The Doctor's Wife kind of episode no, that's no, really no. jumped out at me. Um but likewise, there's been no Kill the Friggin' Moon either. <laughs> <laughs> there's been no episode, you know, it hasn't yeah. had its warriors on the cheap or anything like that. There isn't an episode in this series that's that necessarily going to end up on the general fans' top ten worst episodes either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, <you laughs> know, a couple of might, uh, I don't know, maybe not quite that bad, but they're not far off it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been generally, I think, quite a good, consistent um, yeah. series. There have been elements I hope get improved in terms of I've always, and it, it's just my perception, I've always felt that part of the reason why people defer to the Doctor is not necessarily because of the gender. No. It's because the of the aura. air and the aura. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the Doctor's dealt with people in far, far higher positions of power than he has been mm. who have still deferred to him. That doesn't seem to have been written into no. the Doctor quite so much, in, and I hope they pull that through That's what a bit. I really want from the Doctor. Yeah, but in her defence, you had that on and off with both Matt Smith and Peter Davison. As Matt Smith said, have I got one of those faces people just don't listen to again? <laughs> it's been on, but, but it just but feels it's, like it's it been seems on to more than... too much. Yeah, it's yeah. been yeah. off more than it's on. You know, you, you would expect it when, she, when the Doctor meets something like the King... Mm. Just as I would have expected if one of the male incarnations of the Doctor had met the King, mm-hmm. yeah. that they wouldn't have necessarily been quite so entranced by the aura of the Doctor yeah, kind of yeah. style. But I just got the feeling it, it wasn't always walk into the room, OK, dominate, dominate can't yeah. command yeah. the scene. Example, and not in an overpowering way, but just by the presence yeah, of the Yeah, an character. example of that, although it works in the episode, but it's indicative, is uh, in the Rackleds in the UK... Mm. Um, the Trump character Robertson mm. asks, "Who put you in charge?" And Ebiel says, "Yeah, we did." Yeah, but it isn't automatic for him to think, "Yeah, she's in charge." Yeah, yeah. Normally, you wouldn't a character wouldn't ask, "Who put yeah. you in charge?" But as I'm not sure if you were there for the podcast, as I said in one of the previous recordings, this is what 
women everywhere have always had to put up with is that some men to, when they see a woman will automatically in their heads put her as inferior and that was my mm. concern with the writing that mm. that they wouldn't write the doctor as the doctor but as they a would write the doctor as a woman i don't and, think and that very statement says they're not writing the doctor as the doctor that walked into a room and this happened they're writing the doctor as a woman who experiences these experiences. I'm not sure if I agree with that. I think no. they're writing her as the doctor, but I think it's the perception of everyone around her that is coded to think of women as less. Oh, even, I, if they, even if they wouldn't ever say it out loud and don't know hmm. they're thinking it, I just think it's just coded which, in some people. Which I is the bit I'm missing way. about I the fact there's no aura there yeah. of the Doctor, which mm, would yeah. take precedence over that. It's so not the first speak. time. I think Davison suffered from that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes Matt Smith as well. Sometimes Matt Smith, sometimes Second he's, Doctor, although in his case is often yeah. deliberate. Trout, yeah. Yeah. Trout yes. <laughs> suffered that from a lot. But, yeah, with, with him, it was definitely deliberate. He, yeah. he was more like... He played it a bit like Columbo, didn't he? Yeah, I, I'm the absolutely. bumbling daft copper. Yeah. It's, it's what I've, it's what I've yeah. said on this podcast before. Yes, I loved a certain amount of the Doctor, the champion, the hero, the person leading from the front. But yeah. also I love the second Doctor and the seventh Doctor, just their tweaking, pushing, pushing things, letting <laughs> other people do it, but just making sure that the path is clear for them to do it. Was it, it yeah. Tomb of the Cybermen? Yes. Yeah. 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 That you don't quite get that sense, though, with, with the 13th Doctor no, yet. Not yet. Not, no, not, not yet. yet. Yeah. They're concur, part of the gang. Yet. It's um, going to be interesting to see what they do next season. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the New Year one. I'd so say the I. New Year ones. Mind you, we've got we've had Genesis, Revelation, Resurrection. Mm. They're going with the R's with Resolution, but I'm not sure how <laughs> that fits. Yeah. <laughs> you think um, it may not be the final title? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, that's the final title, oh. Resolution. Are we sure it's not going to be of the... <laughs> <laughs> it's a first series, so although we've got, what is it, 11... Uh, ten ep seasons before before this for, for New Who for New Who, uh, but it behind the scenes it's a whole new writing cast, mm. new production team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in front of the scenes it's a whole new cast. So initially it's the first season again. So you got to. I personally, I apply the rules. I apply for any first season. There is something there to make me watch. It needs to get its act together. Yeah. yeah. But there is still a hint of something making me come back. We, the, oh, yeah. the, the, it's going to be the difficult second album. That's mm. going to be the crunch. Yeah, what do they learn from this? What yeah. does Chibnall and Co. take away from this? Yeah. I, I think, I, I, I hate to say it, I think we could lose Yaz. Um, I love the actress, and it's not that I don't like the character. I just think that we could lose one of the characters, and the stories wouldn't be any weaker. And to be honest, her character isn't being properly used. I'd rather at all. if we have to lose one. I'd rather it was Ryan because I, I think um, that would give Bradley Walsh another excuse to be awesome mm. <laughs> and yeah, bring Yaz to the fore. Yeah. I, I hope Ryan, Ryan ends up being left on another planet, and I don't mean in a nasty no, way. In a, I mean in the kind of like you know King of Peladon way, because yeah. you've got a character there that's got dyspraxia, which puts him at a disadvantage in this community. You've got a character there who's black, which puts him at a disadvantage, but yet has gone out and has broadened his experience and his knowledge and mm. his personality. He's going to come back to somewhere where he's pigeonholed, and he's going to get so frustrated back mm. on Earth. I mean, 
more so than most of the other assistants. I really hope they give him a kind of like Mickey the Idiot kind of like yeah. alternative uh, he should fall to the in love and get married. Well, not <laughs> necessarily Somebody held hands. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, not necessarily well. that, but be given that kind of like once in a lifetime opportunity to actually become well, this something is- more. This is why it, it would have been interesting if it had stayed with King James. Yeah, he was given the chance to be King's champion. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I, that's I, what he had I, in I, mind. I, yeah, I was going to say, I think James had something else in mind. Yeah, I don't think Ryan was into that idea. No, no, no. no. But yeah, I hope they, they kind of like give that kind of ending to yeah. the character that he, he doesn't get a heroic death, he gets a heroic departure sort yeah. of style. He yeah. finds yeah, his niche cool. in the universe. We'd like to know what you thought about last series season whatever <laughs> you can tell us by writing to show at staggering stories dot net yes <laughs> while we're working out what to do next i'm going to demonstrate my balloon animal skills okay, okay. first Whoa! It's not actually an animal. It's the liberator yeah, from Lake Seven. Pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's this one. See if you can okay. get this one. Oh, God. Got a box. I think. Oh yeah, it's got something on top. Something <laughs> on top. Oh, I love the way she's actually got the light to yeah, flash. Yeah, yeah. It's the tarnish. You can, even the window panels and yeah. the lock is brilliant. And all out of one balloon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, last one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good dishy. Oh. Struts there, definitely struts. Those are Nissels. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes, sir. it's an Enterprise. No, no, it's the Excelsior, isn't it? It is no, not no, the Excelsior. No, 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 it's got that extra bit at the bottom. Yes. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. It's the Enterprise B. Oh, very right. good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's balloon animals. That is really good. <laughs> okay, it's that time of year when we look back on our predictions from last year <laughs> and laugh at each other for being morons. Again. Adam, you, you over to you. You laugh at me all the time for being a moron. That's just personal. OK. Predictions in back, back, back a year ago. Years ago. We predicted things that would happen this past year just gone. And were we right? Generally, no. <laughs> OK. <laughs> Let's see how, how wrong we were. OK. Um, so, first off, I predicted uh-huh. that with Tarka's Doctor get instant critical success in the media and all but the most pig-headed will like her by the end of the season. Actually, yeah. Spot on. Half point there, I think. Half point? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think spot on. I don't think the people who are complaining aren't generally complaining about her, no. apart from those pig headed ones which who don't are going to complain anyway, yeah. <laughs> but there, there have been people that have said, I hate to admit it, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Have they? I've not seen any of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen one or two on one of the um, bit sites. Very toxic. And I still. think. Yeah, it is still. It's yeah. social media. And yeah. I think the, um, the press. Did pretty much. Yeah, yeah they I've, gave her top reviews in that. They did, so. yeah, after the first episode. So, yeah. The guy from the reviews the sun loved her. refused to like her. Frankie's predicted that new mutants will prove to be so good that a sequel will be commissioned. They haven't even shown no, they, it yet. <laughs> they pushed it back. <laughs> they pushed it back to 2019. And yeah. reshot quite a bit of it. So I could still be right <laughs> about that. You could that. still be. If you want to predict yeah. it again for this coming year? I already have. <laughs> it's written on my piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> Scott predicted that Jodie Whittaker will be his new favourite do- doctor over Cabaldi. 
or Jodie Whittaker will die. <laughs> well, we well, don't we know about the Scott first. Because he's dead. Yeah, so, we, yeah. we need to get the Ouija yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, hard to know on that one. Uh, Real Keith predicted, for whatever reason, the superhero movie bubble will finally burst. Well, it hasn't. It I hasn't. I think it has. It hasn't. No. Uh, uh, Biggest film, yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm going to say those. Yeah. yeah, we've had Infinity War, which yeah. was fantastic. Spider Man. We've also had yeah. Into the Spider Verse, which I urge you to go out it's and watch. So good because yeah. it is. Pro- I hate to say it, it's definitely the best animated superhero film I've seen. Uh, Maybe the best superhero movie I've I'm seen. I'm not sure I go that far, but yeah, it's very yeah, it was good. Truly yeah. good. But ignoring DC stuff, of course. Yeah, yeah uh, entirely no, imploded. That's, that's, that's what I mean. We had a whole spate of DC, and I thought, oh, God. Yeah, no, just them screwing up. Yeah. Although Aquaman, apparently... Aquaman is watchable. Aquaman is it's enjoyable. Fun. Although Jason Momoa's nipples are perfect. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gene, what was next? Thought what? <laughs> I predicted Netflix will start charging for more specialised screenings, realise it doesn't work, and scrap the whole idea. So you were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I haven't done it yet. I haven't no, done it yet. I can't seem to do it. So you could mm. still be right this year. Uh, uh, next year, yeah. Uh, I predicted Solo, a Star Wars story, would be critically panned and perform the worst of the films in the box office terms. I don't think it, it performed the worst. It got panned. No, I think I it, think it, it performed the worst. Did it? Yeah. Uh, panned. Yeah. It's certainly the the lowest on Rotten Tomatoes, isn't it? I yeah. think. No. Uh, I think maybe uh, maybe last. I think Jedi. I think it was quite enjoyed by the critics, but the fans. Uh, there's a knee jerk reaction over Last Jedi. They didn't no, go and see. Yeah, we'll give so, you half a point for that. At least half a point. Then. Yeah. yeah, maybe a full point. No, but, just uh, a half yeah. point. <laughs> Fake Keith predicted Netflix will step in and take over the making of Dirk Gently. Uh, they haven't done so no. far. They didn't. So I could still be right. You could, yeah. Doesn't I think look likely. Right. Doesn't look likely. Uh, Scott predicted that Stranger Things season three will be f- brought forward a little to the end of 2018. Surely they wouldn't make us wait so, so long for something that's so, so yes, popular. Yes, they would. <laughs> they we, would, and they we, did. We, we, we Game had, of Thrones. Excuse me, we had the Christmas wrapping trailer. <laughs> oh, I did see, I didn't see it, but I saw it. <laughs> yeah, <that thing>. yeah. <laughs> It's a shot of them All wrapping presents wrap for fans. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't get one. Quite a long time. <laughs> yeah. And not a lot got wrapped. No. Uh, Real Keith predicted STD, Star Trek Discovery, yeah. will settle down and do a spectacular second season. I, I doubt we'd even see it in 2018. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We have yet... Uh, We've had the shorts. We've had the shorts, which, which I, we haven't had in this country. No, they, they, they didn't show them on Netflix, so we can't watch them. Netflix refused to pay the outrageous amount of money yeah. they wanted for them. And, yeah. and I don't think it's due to be screened in the next six days. Well, I think, no. I think actually... Um, not far Net- off, though. It's January. It's yeah. January. I think Netflix, sort of reading the behind... Or watching behind-the-scene videos and whatever, uh, Netflix got slightly screwed over Discovery. Jean predicted a slam dunk. She, a prediction, she claimed. Even if Jodie Whittaker, a Doctor Who series, gets the highest ratings of all times, there will still be Facebook haters. Oh, well, you were right about and, that bit. <laughs> and that bit, uh, so that's a given, said fake Keith. Yeah, so you were right about the second bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, th- I think, despite what the papers have said, it's done quite well in the ratings from the BBC. Well, I was reading headlines about the final episode uh, collapsing somewhat, but... I don't know how true it is. I'm looking at numbers. Mm. It's uh, been hitting sixes and sevens. Yeah, generally, generally across the board. And wasn't it, zero. wasn't it the highest first episode? It, will, for a it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but that was always going to happen. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, you, you're always going to have these morons on Facebook yeah. and Twitter. Yeah, I think yeah. I think these days with the multiples of channels, they think anything over four is is still is good. 
like the fourth, fifth highest rated yeah, um, thing, uh, drama of the week. Adam predicted William Russell will die. He didn't as of this recording. Scott had that down as a fear. Yeah, still we, we are pretty just under a week away from the end of the new year. Yeah. End of the year. Hang on, so, has anyone checked Facebook? <laughs> it could still happen, but I think he's probably going to be okay for the next few weeks. Isn't he up for another convention? I saw his name down for another convention. Ooh, I'm not sure. Uh, Fake Keith predicted the Doctor Who exhibition will be given a new home. You're right. That was. You're spot on. Hasn't opened yet, but we know of its new, new location. Home. You've yep. not actually got one of these right. You've got one yeah. of those spot on. Where's its new home? Um, the Cardiff Castle. Castle yeah. Cardiff Castle. Yeah, moved dungeons. a long way, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. good twenty yards. Down in the dungeons. Gene predicted we'll be doing this all again next year. Good you were God. right. She has amazing clairvoyance powers. Psychic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adam predicted. Jesus, how much more? <laughs> Julian Glover will die. What? He didn't, as of this recording. It's another one. You're going. Another one. You're going to give eternal life to. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Fake Keith predicted. Oh dear. Uh-oh. The Winds of Winter will be published <laughs> oh, in 2018 no. and it will be awesome. Did you enjoy that, Reed? I'm using that one for next year as well. well uh, <laughs> apparently he has secluded himself off into a cabin. Oh, he hasn't. A cabin in the woods, eh? Yeah. Oh, well, that safe. <laughs> <laughs> I take it this is the last Game of Thrones book. Yes. Okay. Adam predicted Tom Baker will die. Still hasn't. He didn't. Or at least he's keeping it to himself. I think he's keeping it to himself. <laughs> Probably. Ana- he's he now actually animatronic. <laughs> <laughs> and that was oh. our predictions. Was it for our 2018. For 2018. Yeah. Which takes us on to our predictions for 2019. Okay. I would like to predict that Tyrion Lannister will win the Game of Thrones. Oh, oh okay. He'll be on the Iron Throne, will he? He will. Okay. Supping mm. his wine. That's and hauling his holes. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that Witaka will stay on Doctor Who into 2020. Ah, mm, yeah. So that'd be so season full, three. To, yeah, that's one of my predictions yeah, that Witaka will series. sign up for. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, third hang season. on. If the next series isn't coming out till 2020, till 2020 right. and we know it's commission and we know it's her, yeah, that's not really, that's not really a prediction. Do you mean that she will <laughs> sign up for her third season? Well, she won't leave during 2020, so yeah. it won't be okay. at the end of that season. She'll be gone, or if there's a Chris special, she'll be gone then. Yeah, okay. 2021. She probably will be. Well, yeah, that, that's that's about the full three years, yeah, which usually yeah. they have around yeah. about now. So that's roughly the same prediction. I predict yeah. she'll yeah. sign on for a yeah. third year. That's, okay. that's one of my predictions yeah. as well. Jean? I haven't made any predictions. Oh. Make one now! Make one now! Predict something! Go on. What's going to happen? Rub that crystal ball. It's the first thing that comes <laughs> to your mind. I predict that they will change the assistants in the next season. All of them? Yes. Ooh. Mm. The fam. Ooh. The fam will break the up. Fam. The fam, the fam will break up. Oh, dear. I predict that The Winds of Winter <laughs> will God. be published in 2019 <laughs> and it will be awesome. Okay. Um, I predict that he's actually booked into The Cabin in the Woods from The Cabin in the Woods and he will be dead by the end of the year <laughs> yeah, yeah. without finishing The Winds of Winter. I predict the New Mutants will flop. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, I have to counter that. <laughs> oh, no, actually, that was in my... That was one of my hopes. I hoped, but I can change them to a prediction, that both Captain Marvel and New Mutants will be awesome. OK. 
Not the same thing as them flopping, but... No, I think think Captain Marvel has chances of being awesome. I predict that they will use the same wonderful techniques they used for the Star Wars film to retrospectively have the dead actors in to make sure Stan Lee continues to make a guest appearance in all of the Marvel (laughs) films going forward. I thought he'd filmed a load. I think he has filmed a load of cameos. They've backed up at least four or five cameos for the next couple. Didn't they scan his head as well? There is is now a CG version of Stanley. And I reckon they're going to use it. <laughs> he, was in, he was in the PlayStation game, wasn't he? he the was, Spider-Man yeah. PlayStation game. Yeah. Okay, I predict Star Wars Episode Nine, whatever it may be called, will do at least as well as Last Jedi and not suffer the same fate as Solo. It's the end of the saga. I think a lot of people will be yeah, brought I, back by it. I think, think it would actually attempt to fix some of the things that went wrong with Last Jedi. I shall re- recycle one of my pro- uh, predictions. Again, Star Trek Discovery Season 2 may not be awesome, but will be good. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm downgrading it slightly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be, I found the last one watchable. I think the next one will be very watchable. Okay. They'll get their act together, finally. Please. Uh, I predict that there won't be a Christmas or necessarily a New Year's special next year. Well, we're going to be a New Year's special next year. But it will be <laughs> it will be on New Year's, but it will be the first episode of the new season. I predict that Katie Manning yes. will finally go absolutely Postal. batshit crazy <laughs> and run naked through Harvey Nicks in London. <laughs> Had she done already? Wielding a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Taking out? Screaming... Bring me the mannequins, I'm going to kill them. Would anyone actually notice any difference? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> That's good. I thought you were going to say an AK-47 then. No, 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 yeah. she's not a violent soul. <laughs> I was, was going to say, how would they notice she's bad. gone batshit crazy? She's wonderfully <laughs> she's, batshit crazy anyway. She's going to be at the Capitol. Yes, yes she's back. i get my tickets. She's back at the Capitol this year. Your last prediction of the year, this year, Adam? I've got uh, some death uh, notices coming up. Oh, all right, all right. Can we guess? Go on then. Do you predict that Tom Baker will die? I do predict that it's Tom Baker will that. die. It's funny that I have a feeling. But there's more. Oh. Uh, are we going to go for Ian Glover as well? Ian Glover? No, not Ian Glover. Uh, William Russell? 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 William, William Russell. Not this time. I get them a reprieve. Okay. Which is short death sentence. But, okay, um, so... Julian, Julian Glover. Julian Glover, yeah. Uh, no, Terry Jones. What have you Monty got against Python Terry Jones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see that. So that's and, him immortal as well, yeah. And one which might hit people to the core here. Sylvester McCoy. Yeah. Oh. Died in 2019. Oh. So that's him immortal as well. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> so, listeners, we would like to know your predictions for the upcoming 2019. You can send them to us at show at staggeringstories.com. Oh. Net. <laughs> the cat's just had a yeah. mad half hour. Distracted my cat, yeah. And now on to the second quiz of the night. Okay. Right. Ooh, he's got his serious face on. Yeah. I want you to make a hundred dots. hundred dots? On your piece of paper, Whoa. fastest win. On your marks, yep. get set, go. Okay, Karen's the winner. Yay! Okay, hundred dots. They're more That's like great, great radio here. I've got about sixty. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So do I win? 
You win that one. That was really crap audio. Hang on, bear with me. <laughs> okay. How does the Doctor get evicted from the Big Brother house? He, he um, breaks, damages equipment. Yeah, breaks something. Yeah, what? he bla- breaks the camera. Eighth You're doctor. an actual Linda with a wire. Ninth Doctor, there we are. Yeah, it destroys one of the cameras. Yay! Yeah. Okay. Mickey gets eaten by what? A bin. A bin. A bin. Adam, which Green Wing star plays another Doctor on Satellite 5? Oh. Oh, uh, Tamsin Grieg. Yep, Tamsin Grieg. Okay. When the TARDIS needs to be refueled, where does it go? Cardiff. Rift. Yeah, Cardiff Bay, Roldal Plaza. What device does the Doctor use to make himself human in human nature? A what, 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 and a chameleon arch. I think Adam got that one. Chameleon arch. Yeah. <laughs> you were shouting watch and arch, but Adam Stop got... watch and chameleon yeah, arch. Yeah, it was yeah. a fob watch. Which lost play is the William Shakespeare... Is William Love's Labour's but... one. Who scripted human nature based on his own... <laughs> Cornell. 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 <laughs> what does TARDIS stand for in the next Doctor's version of the craft? Oh. Tethered aerial release done in style? Um, <laughs> delivered in style? <laughs> hang on, hang on. I've got to find the answer. Tethered aerial, aerial release developed, developed in, in style. style. <laughs> yep. Which comedian played Professor Malcolm Taylor in Planet of the Dead. Lee, Lee Evans. Evans. Jean had her arm up first. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I know, she should just shout out. <laughs> Where is the Pandorica located? Open. <laughs> the Underhenge of under, Stonehenge. Yeah. <laughs> open? It's open. <laughs> or it's in a museum, it depends which time period. Oh, that's true. It could be in yeah. yeah. the British, British Museum. Yeah. Yeah. National Museum, I think. <laughs> Which monarch is in charge of Starship UK? Elizabeth X. Elizabeth X, yeah. On which asteroid base are Amy and her baby held captive? Oh, Demons yeah. Run. Oh, yeah. Which ship first mentioned in Silent... Byzantium. <laughs> Let me finish the question. <laughs> which comic actor guest starred as the cowardly Gibbs in The God Complex? Oh, David Williams. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have ten minutes. Really? Ten minutes? Ten, ten minutes. Let's make it thirty okay. seconds. Okay, okay, okay. You have one minute to draw a doctor dot picture using the dots you have just made on your pieces of paper. Oh. Okay. Done. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. They're mostly much the same. <laughs> <laughs> they are all the same. Hopefully we're going to save these and post them up in a link. <laughs> we all drew a square box. Yeah, uh, you, you draw a police box. Right, so that takes us on to our hopes and fears. And Frank Keith feared George R. R. Martin <laughs> will end the winds of winter with the line, and Sansa woke up and realised it had it all, all been a dream. dream. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it could still happen. It could do. It could do. Okay, Scott feared his all metal world Dalek, weighing half a ton, will at some point in 2018 maim or kill someone. Probably him after knocking the shelf it is on and it falling on him. That's what we haven't seen him. That could is be. what happens, unfortunately. Could be. Yeah. Oh. yeah. He's been killed by his own Dalek. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Metal Dalek. One of my fears was Chibnall. (laughs) (laughs) My fear was any drop in the Doctor Who ratings will be blamed on Witaka rather than anything else. 
thankfully, generally speaking, other than the trolls on Facebook who are idiots anyway, sorry if you happen to be one of them. And the, da- and the Daily Fail. <laughs> and the Daily Fail. Yeah. Um, the, the ratings have gone down, as is the norm with all of the series, but it hasn't been blamed upon Witaka. Nope. No. Uh, I feared that Chibnall would give us the worst by far season of New Who. There hasn't really been a bad season of New Who, so he's got a lot to yeah. live up to. I don't I, think I, this I, is the worst season. No. I, I think for me it probably is, but maybe we should do a segment on this in the future. Fake key feared the hand solo film with a be, will be a total bummer. Bugger that was one of mine, the Gene. <laughs> Right, Scott feared that the programme Archer will be cancelled after its current series. Which it was, was, wasn't it? Which no. was season eight at the time. It wasn't. They are currently doing season nine ah. and have uh, commissioned season ten. Uh, Real Keith feared the solo movie would be so bad it actually wrecks the Star Wars franchise. Whereas <laughs> fake Keith uh, said it would have to be really, really bad. And I said, if they can survive the holiday special, they can survive anything. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. And you were wrong. Gene feared that they will finally get around to making Blake, a Blake 7 remake. And unfortunately, it will be as cheesy as the original one. But we are not living in an age where you can get away with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, they haven't and it, it wasn't. Uh, so far, no. <laughs> Adam feared Disney will buy the BBC and turn Doctor Who into a series of one-a-year year films. Close! All the companions would be Disney princesses. <laughs> yeah, think of it. Amy would now be a princess. Fake Keith's fear. Uh-huh. Stan Lee will die. Oh. Yeah. That was your fault. You did. It was in the news yeah. and everything. Yeah. You, were, you were trying to. <laughs> it was in the news and everything. You, yeah. you were trying to copy Adam I and give him immortality. It went it's totally just, wrong. It has to come oh, from Adam. I know. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> I feared that there will be no new home for the exhibition, and I'm glad I've been proved wrong for this one. Okay. So not too bad. Not too bad. I got one right. What about this year's um, fears? I fear that as soon as they've finished filming Wataka's second season, the BBC will pull the plug on the whole thing. Okay, I fear the toxic fandoms that would stop people wanting to have anything to do with established sci-fi uh, properties such as Doctor Who, Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. They've all got really toxic. They have the recently. Couple yeah, of years, so. it's amazing. I fear that as much as I like musicals, they will make <laughs> a musical version of Doctor Who. <laughs> Quick! Back to the TARDIS. Back to the TARDIS. Back to the TARDIS. To the TARDIS. Today. Rerun. Yes. Rerun. Ow. <laughs> I've shot by a darling. I can see RTD doing that, but I'm not sure Chibnall would. <laughs> I fear that there's going to be another Justice League film. <laughs> <laughs> I fear that the end of Game of Thrones will be a huge disappointment. Oh. I fear that Wataka will announce she's leaving after two seasons. I fear... William Shatner will pop off. William Shatner will die. Oh, is yeah. that fear? Yeah. Would that be classed as... <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> the CDs, man. The CDs. Yeah, I, I fear William Russell will go. I also feel yeah. Nichelle Nichols will go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that's true. That's I, think, a, I fear we'll given. lose a couple of classic tracks. Yeah. Uh, that's enough. I don't like fears. <laughs> I've got one last one. Go one on last then. one then. 2019 be both as Doctor and Star Wars fans of a splinter. Oh. With their haters joining forces and declaring open warfare against the world. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the Was geek it? will inherit the earth. Yeah. <laughs> It'll distract us from Brexit. I'm talking, talking the Trek Wars here. Yeah. Oh, so, I think so. oh grief. <laughs> 
We're going to move on to our 2018 hopes and dreams. Mm. Well, I totally got the first one wrong. Jean oh, hopes we will get a Doctor Christmas special in 2018. Yeah. Well, only a few days out. <laughs> uh, Scott, however, hoped before he died yeah. that Dirk Jenny cancellation be reversed. Uh, it wasn't. It was, yeah, a was not. Vain hope. Adam hoped Gillen Smith and maybe even Darville will do a do a big finish box set. Mm. Well, Darville actually not. has, but yeah, not as yeah. not as, not as, as, as that, it, it is not off the table. Fake Keith hoped that Jodie Whittaker will be absolutely awesome. I was right. And make certain fans forget about the fact that she doesn't have a penis. You were wrong. I was wrong about that. I, th- I mean, there's some people that will never forget that. I, I quite like the idea. Ironic, got a penis really, considering th- they <laughs> rarely use theirs. <laughs> Scott hoped, despite not having the exhibition up in Cardiff, you can still do TARDIS tour sets so we can get onto the new TARDIS. No. no. Apparently not, no. Real Keith hoped. We have a new TARDIS interior, a new screwdriver. We did. Uh, can we have a new art book? Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that's one of my hopes for this year as well. I, I still want the art book. Uh, hasn't happened yet. It hasn't yeah, happened I yet. Could but quite see it for next. They uh, have Christmas. been they have been putting up um, designs for thirteenth costume and designs for this season's costuming. Oh, uh, really? On, on, the, on the BBC site, so hmm. it's out there. They can do it. It doesn't cost any. Tra- and I would spend money. I hoped they would do another Doctor Who perform or concert. Yeah, I haven't this year, unfortunately. No, not yet. Again, maybe next year. Uh, Scott hoped that neither Daleks nor Cybermen will appear in season 11. He well, was right. He was right. Where's posthumous hope? Keith hoped no matter who they get in as the new Doctor Who composer, they still use the full orchestra, not just a quarter like no, Deadly, Deadly, Deadly Dudley's time. Yeah. Uh, Gene hoped that the BBC and ITV will pick up that sci-fi and fantasy programmes are popular. Uh, Real Keith hoped Doc 2 Series 11 knocks it out of the park. We have better episodes than worse episodes. I hoped Series 11 gets excellent ratings. It certainly did at the beginning. Yes. I'm not quite sure yeah. how it ended up, but yeah, generally, they've been really good over... Adam hoped that the Doctor Who experience or whatever its replacement will be called, returns to Cardiff Bay. It's not doing that, unfortunately. That was our 2018 hopes and dreams. Yep. Right, 2019. My main hope is that Stanley has just been messing around and he's (laughs) not dead, really. (laughs) So you think it's going to be the next Comic-Con is going to jump out? Surprise! (laughs) Excelsior! Well, you know, whenever they undo all that stuff Thanos did, maybe it just comes back to life. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. I hope, because we're not getting Doctor Who for a whole year, in order to keep the franchise alive and in people's minds, we have a Doctor Who prom. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the New Year episode is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Funnily enough, I said the same. Hope the Doctor Who 2019 New Year special gives us a glimpse of the darker side of 13. Yeah. I want to see a glimpse of her true power. I hope she's good at arm wrestling. Yeah, we have yeah, seen that's that. true. Yeah. 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 I hope that we get to the new exhi- exhibition when it opens. I'm sure we can arrange it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting that down now. We are going to the new exhibition. I hope that the ending of Game of Thrones is so good that I have to make good on my threat and take a day off after to recover. <laughs> I hope Tyrion gets his, his, uh, what he deserves. The Iron Throne. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrion has a... to live. Tyrion dies, we riot. Oh, again, as I mentioned, I hope we get an art book. I want that art book. Mm, yeah. Money, money. I hope we don't get an art book, <laughs> but get a really amusing Doctor Dot book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whatever happened to those? They could come back for a brief did, time. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. I've got two of them upstairs somewhere. Yeah. I hope that Star Wars Episode Nine is a fitting conclusion to the Skywalker saga. The end of an era. I hope that Stranger Things 3 mm. hasn't lost any of its weirdness and wonderfulness. I hope that the actor who plays Hopper can get his dad bod back in time. Yeah, he's he, toned down. Because he's playing um, Hellboy at the moment. Mm. Trailer's out yeah. 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 Get a lot of hate again, that trailer. Is it? Yeah, a lot of hate. I hope <laughs> that all those mong beans on <laughs> social media just pull their heads out of their asses and just try and be decent people for a change. You can have a difference of opinion with someone without resorting to comparing them to Hitler. <laughs> Try it. It's really fun. But you Die do hard. need to have some kind of base level to compare people to Hitler. <laughs> Just if I say to you, I, I like the taste of apples, and you say, no, I don't like the taste of apples, Hitler ate apples, that's, that's not reasoned argument. <laughs> oh, who mentioned reasoned argument when it comes to the internet? That's why I want them to pull their heads out of their rear ends. I hope that it's confirmed that Bradley Walsh signs up for the next season and we get Graham for the entire yeah. season. I hope there'll be a sense of danger running through Wataka's second season. Yes. Mm. And that Ryan dies a horrible, <laughs> bloody death. Love you guys. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, one of you has written to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We do have audio feedback, too. Yes. Okay. Well, we've heard from John C. in Colorado, oh. which is in Yusa. John C. says... To all at Staggering Stories, I received your Christmas card. Yay! Loved the drawing. I haven't emailed in quite a while. About 17 months ago, a friend stroke co-worker of 26 years lost his battle with brain cancer. Oh, oh sorry, sorry to hear that. that. Yes, sorry. Anytime I thought to drop you an email to comment on your podcast, it never seemed to go beyond the thought of doing it. Not for sure how to end this, but I hope your podcast will continue to be a success. Regards, John C. Thank yeah, you, yeah, John. That's all right, John. Hear from you. Oh, and I would like to point out that actually we can't say hello to the head of Pertwee. Because he's not here. No. He's head of Pertwee's miles at home. Away. He's actually gone out. Yeah? He's partying. We would like to thank you all for all your wonderful Christmas cards that you've sent us. It was yep. wonderful. And Adam's left them at home. So I our, think plan, car, actually. our plan to give you a shout out and say thanks personally thank out of the window yeah. because yep. he's left them at home. No, I think they're in the car. No, they're in the he's car. left them at home. Right, so audio feedback. Have we heard from Crumbly by any we chance? We have. Crumbly, who could not be here. He's in the garden. Oh, yeah. I can open the window. No, no, he's stuck in that bed trap. Oh, uh, OK. But he did send a message. Hello, Crumbly here. Hello, Hello Crumbly! Podcast, but I'm currently down in Hampshire with fake Crumbly. No, you're not. Enjoying in the garden. all that the festive and New Year's has to offer. But I just thought I would share with you all my opinions and sentiments about the latest series of Doctor Who. Obviously, there were a lot of fans who poo-pooed the idea of a female doctor. I remember sort of during previous podcasts, I was touting Patterson Joseph as a potential doctor. Yeah. To have a person of colour as a doctor would have been a major step forward. But a female doctor was a very good and very brave move indeed. She certainly hit the ground, or train, literally running, <laughs> with a woman who fell to earth. It was only a matter of time before the Scooby gang of Ryan, Yaz, Graham and the Doctor were in place. The Ghost Monument, another scene-setting episode, sees the Doctor reunited with a revamped and rejuvenated TARDIS. The following episode, Rosa, was very much looking at a fixed point in time, with the birth of the US Civil Rights Movement and Graham, 
facing the realisation that he may have to play a pivotal, pivotal and necessary role in the actions that led to it. Arachnids in the UK was an entertaining episode and shows that spiders have come on in leaps, bounds and scuttles <laughs> since Planet of the Spiders and The Great One. <laughs> well, yeah. The Saranga Conundrum was another entertaining episode, even though the Pating, <laughs> that's a good name that is, the Pating, Pating. did remind me of an adposter nasty. Yeah. The yeah. following episode, Demons of the Punjab, I had a few reservations about initially, as I thought it would be an exercise in empire bashing, which seems so prevalent uh, nowadays. However, the episode was more about the divisions that exist within families, as well as the uh, divisions within a nation in the throes of being divided. Kablam was a thinly veiled product at a big business, <laughs> and how a lone fanatic can work their way in and use that to their advantage. Uh, the Witchfinders covers the hysteria surrounding witchcraft trials, sentient mud, and a king who was as camp as a row of tents who definitely took a shine to Ryan. Yep. Yes, a very interesting episode that was. <laughs> the following one, I must say, the worst father of the year award most definitely goes to Eric in it. And it takes you away. Yep. The thought that he barricaded his blind daughter <laughs> in a house on the pretext of a bogeyman stalking the surrounding woods while he spent time in a mirror universe with a facsimile of his dead wife did leave a bit of a nasty taste in my mouth. <laughs> An odd episode, and I wasn't too sure about the frog, though. <laughs> if it had been the hypno-toad sitting there, I'd have been, definitely been worried. <laughs> Which led, uh, leads to the Battle of Ranskur Av, uh, Avkolos, yeah, Graham's nemesis, Miss Timshaw. Timshaw. Yes, a very good way to end the series, very mm. much so. By way of summing up, Jodie Whittaker has proved all the naysayers wrong, most definitely. Yep. She has put her stamp on the portrayal of the Doctor with her mannerisms, such as her Kevin the Teenager gurning and her slightly kooky manner. It is very heartening that she is filming a second season at the moment, although it would be very interesting to see how she fares against some of her the uh, Doctor's traditional foes. All in all, a first season that bodes very well for her tenure as a Doctor. Now, moving on from my hopes, fears and dreams for 2019, where shall I start? My hopes include Disney finally seeing sense and announcing a sequel to Tron Legacy. (laughs) Another series that I hold dear to my heart is Timeless. I just hope that is granted a third and final season by way of closure after its untimely cancellation and demise. My main fear for 2019 involves a certain rotund Canadian actor. Yes, we all know who that is. The Schatmeister has already had forays into easy listening, heavy rock and progressive rock, uh, of which um, the guitarist and uh, artist who appear on the Schatmeister's uh, CDs is a who's who of my music collection, which is why there will be a funeral pie for my CD collection in the new year. As for dreams, the knighthood for services to podcasting for staggering stories could become a reality, which would be nice. On an ending note, I'll be back in the next podcast, but until then, I wish you all a peaceful and prosperous 2019. Until then, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye! Thank you. Bye, Bye yeah. Crumbly! Who else do we have on audio? We have Tim Drury. Oh, Hi, Tim. Tim! Hello, Tim! From Tim's Take On. Hello, Staggerers. Hello, Hello Head Tim. of Hello, Kirtley Tim. and other members of the various menagerie. Tim Drury here from Tim's Take On. Uh, well, before I get on to um, looking back on season 11 of Doctor Who, I've bought a keyboard recently. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I've been trying to keep, teach myself the Doctor Who theme. Oh, Here God. goes. Go on, go on, go on. Go on. Great beat.
It's a work in progress. But I'm guessing there. Not bad considering I can't even read a word of music. Or is it a note of music? Apologies for my sore throat, but I woke up with this this morning and it's been like this all day. You sound husky. Still, it will do for reviewing the more dramatic episode titles. <laughs> Just don't die. So, the woman who fell to earth. Yeah. I rather enjoyed this Me one. Me too. I think it's my favourite this season. Because this, jo- this one's main job was to um, convince all the haters, or at very least the sceptics, and I approached yeah. the idea of a woman doctor mostly as a sort of sceptic because I didn't... I, I, I was a, a initially against it, mm-hmm. and then when I saw how much the internet hated the idea, <laughs> I took one look at those sort of people and I went, no, this is not going to stop me watching my favourite TV show that I've been watching since I was about three or four. And so I watched it and I went, hmm, well, I like this idea of a woman being the doctor. And I, and I have to admit, I watched it and I went, it's the doctor. Yep. And it literally was the doctor from yep. the moment she arrived. Yep. Yep. She did a great job. Uh, it was good to see uh, the issue of dyspraxia covered. Because mm-hmm. I've only encountered one other person in real life with dyspraxia. And so I think it needs to be sort of out there and teaching people about such disabilities and conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, Tim Shaw was not the most... Memorable of villains. <laughs> uh, they tried. Kebab Man was more memorable in this episode than <laughs> than Tim Shaw, but uh, no, it, sure. it had its its yeah. moments. It had the Reese's Pieces harp thing, whatever, which was nice and weird. I did like the doc- I did like the idea of the Doctor making their own sonic screwdriver. Yeah, and I actually like what it looks like. I've got both the UK and the. And the US version. Yeah, yeah, and as far as I'm concerned, it's a Spider-Man. It's a Spider. It's a Cyberman's finger. <laughs> okay. I will hear none of this yep. dirty talk there has been about the shape of it. <laughs> so onwards. The Ghost Monument. Not sure I knew what to think of this one. It was all right. Art Malik was in it. Yeah. Yes. We got to yeah. see the new TARDIS. We did. Yes. Briefly, kind which, of. Which which I which I had reservations about. I like the outside of it. As soon as I saw the yeah. outside of it, I was frame-grabbing and putting it up as my Not Facebook um, cover art. The inside, hmm, still got issues with. It's too dark. <laughs> Can the new doctor not afford the electricity bill? Because it's just too dark. Um, better by the end of the season. At least the time rotor is not joined to the ceiling anymore. Yeah. As, as I've said since the TV, since the TV movie, it's Doctor Who... Not Star Trek. If you join it to the ceiling, it just looks like a warp drive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the time rotor is now too tall and is surrounded by giant crystalline fingers, mm. which it took a few episodes for me to get the get my head around why the designer had done this. And then I realized that these crystalline fingers point down. Up, they go up and down and they point down at the console as the console goes up and down. Yeah, so I thought, top of the time yeah. rotor, they point you oh, down. I can sort of see what they're doing there, but it's, it's still too dark. I like the walls, though. Mm, if we're not yes. going to have roundels, at least have something interesting on the walls. And I quite like the sort of cogs and things yeah. on the walls. Yeah. But um, that was the standout moment in a story that otherwise was a bit kind of, hmm. <laughs> and then we had Rosa, mm, great. which was wonderful. Yeah. In fact, Rosa was probably the best episode of season 11. Mm. And I would like to thank... 
um, Mallory Blackman for writing Rosa because I have a casual Doctor Who fan at work and she'd seen the woman who fell to earth and she was a bit kind of, hmm, and she was one of these people who watches later on the iPlayer. And after Rosa had gone out, I went up to her and I said, did you see it this week? And she said, oh, no, I've not. No, I've seen the first one, but I've not really seen. And I went, look, you have to watch this one. This one's really good. (laughs) And I got her back into Doctor Who. She'd been watching... She's she's in her thirties or forties, and has been. It, it's old enough to remember when Doctor Who was on, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. And she got, she enjoyed. She's enjoyed the new series, um, but um, I, I, let's just say I had to work on her to get into season eleven. And uh, I, I, as those of you who have seen what I posted to Facebook uh, in past few days, I got her back into season um, eleven. Yep. Well as she put it on a Christmas card, I've converted her for Doctor Who. Good, good, good. <laughs> so, yeah, excellent, Rosa. It, my only real criticism of Rosa is it felt slightly derivative. It was like watching an episode of Quantum uh, Leap, but you times. had the TARDIS crew instead of Sam Beckett. But it's a minor qualm, because other than that, it was it was an excellent episode, and it did show the true insanity of racism and what it was like at that time. Mm. Uh, so then we get to probably my joint favourite of season 11, Arachnids in the UK. Wow, now, this is the one my friend at work couldn't watch because she's scared of spiders <laughs> and couldn't get into this one. She tried, she watched about the first few minutes of it and couldn't watch this one. I loved Arachnids in the UK, even though I am scared of spiders, because weirdly, I'm scared of spiders, but I don't mind being scared of them as long as they're on TV. Maybe so I like films like like Eight-Legged Freaks and old B-movies like Tarantula. And so Arachnids in the UK was right up my street. Excellent episode. Great stuff. And then ended with them kind of like they're back on Earth in contemporary times. Do we join the TARDIS and go off with the Doctor? Mm. Of course they did. Yeah. Yeah. Mutual agreement with that, actually. Uh, So next up we had the Saranga Conundrum, (laughs) which was another another odd one. Because I watched this, and then um, there was a sea of derision about it over on Twitter and Facebook and various other bits of the internet, and it it, it felt like I, it felt like I was the only person who enjoyed it, and so I went back and I what it's the only one I've watched, apart from the finale, it's the only one I've watched twice, okay. and I went back and I watched this one again, as if to say, no, I definitely enjoyed that, and I put it on again, and I went. Yes, I did enjoy it. It was funny. <laughs> sure, I did. <laughs> it, it's just genuinely funny that one. It's qu- it's a little quirky and funny. Yeah. It's my only real qualms with it was yeah. it was all set in one place, which meant the set looked amazing, but I kind of like it when if you if you if you're on if you're on a spaceship, the spaceship goes somewhere and you see another planet or yeah whatever. So this, the it, that was my only real issues with that one uh, next we had Demons of the Punjab which I liked uh, but um, if you thought Rosa was dark this one was even darker Yeah. so the bits of this I tended to like was Yaz's yes. relationship with her grandmother back in contemporary times rather than necessarily the historic side of it and it was nice to have a, a, um, an alien show up that wasn't is intrinsically evil, 
but at the same at time, time. <clears throat> and I, uh, one of the online reviewers said this of this story, it would have worked without the alien in. Yes, completely. And it would be good to see um, a pure historical from like a modern Doctor Who production team. Mm. I've recently been watching the season 19 Blu-ray box set, and before I, it had come in the post, people had been saying, oh, this Jodie Whittaker era is like the Peter Davison era, and I didn't quite see it. And then I started watching Peter Davison stories, and I go, yeah, it's yep. weird, but they are the two genuinely do have something in common. They do, mm. yeah. And, and not just the fact that the TARDIS is crowded. There's a similar sort of feel to it. There's a kind of air of hope and positivity and yeah. youth going on in Doctor Who at the moment. Youth. So youth. next up, Kablam. Yeah. Another favourite of mine. Loved yeah. Kablam. Yeah. It was a great story. It was. man. It, it's just the fact. It, it was um, yeah. essentially the baddie was an artificial intelligence, which is a little bit hard to no, the human quantify. It felt like the baddie was partly this artificial intelligence, and then the writer went, well, we've got to have someone the doctor, co- the doctor can confront, so we've got to have a person as well. So it felt like there was two baddies in one story, but the, the, whole, the whole idea was great, and I loved all the robots in that one. Mm. And so that, that really stood out. And I really enjoyed Kablam. Witchfinders. Enjoyed this one too. I've I've generally enjoyed all the historical stories we've had this year, and I enjoyed Witchfinders. Good. It was quite fun. I liked the um, the wood aliens that had been held prisoner. Alan Cumming was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sadly, I hear he's the sort of person who's never going to do conventions. He did one once. I didn't like the idea of um, effectively selling himself all day. <laughs> uh, so another couple more to talk about. It takes you away. Uh, yeah. Now, this has really split people because a lot of people have watched this one and gone, what a terrible father. Now, yeah. I've watched this one well, yeah. as someone who's experienced gr- grief just three years ago when my mum died. And so I watched this story in an entirely different way to the way some people have watched it. And I was, if someone came to me and said I could walk through that mirror and mum would be alive again, then, I yeah, I can't look at him as evil. Sorry. Mm. Selfish, yes. <laughs> Selfish, definitely. Yeah, I don't think he's evil. But he's not intrinsically evil. No, no, no. no. And there was or, a certain or, amount of or, or that mind bad games going on to keep him because there as well. yeah. in my version of the story, he'd have gone back for his child eventually anyway. He should have done, yeah. Uh, and then we finished off uh, with the Battle of Rancor Avcolis, <laughs> otherwise known as He's reading The Woman Who Fell to Earth Part 2. Yeah, pretty much. Now, I quite enjoyed this story. Mm, I, I did like the... Um, I keep forgetting the name of the aliens in it, but um, the the Ucks. the aliens with the ability to mould rocks and make them just hang in the air like Lady Jane from bricks Ucks don't. I loved them; they were great. The location filming was amazing. Shut up, phone. <laughs> Twice, um, Tim Shaw. Who was all right? He was exa- pretty much similar to how he was before. Yeah. The best thing about this story was that it concluded 
the plot line between Graham and Tim Shaw and the fact that Graham goes to the doctor and admits that he does want revenge over the death of Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking of, talking of which, it was good to see Grace come back briefly in uh, It Takes Your Way. Yeah. So that's season 11. We're, we've got a few days to wait for that um, Chris, that uh, New Year special. Yeah. Which may or may not include Daleks. Uh, 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 hmm. well, who knows, eh? I guess by the time who this knows. plays out, we'll know the answer to that yeah. question. So, um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Thank New you. Year. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Looking forward to more staggering stories in 2019, even if we only get that one Doctor Who episode next year. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first. There's plenty of stuff yeah. to keep us amused. Yeah. My season 19 box set will probably easily see me into the new year. <laughs> and then we've got season 18 coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. How much I drink We've got you more want? David yeah. Tennant stuff coming from Big Finish. Yeah. We've got the Macra Terror coming out as animation. That's true. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of stuff to keep us amused and uh, occupied as Doctor Who fans during 2019. Yeah, Yeah. Time to get back into that. Bye. And lots of old Who. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you. yeah. Been quite a good year. Yes. Quite a good year, all in all. And our final bit of audio feedback. A third piece. A third. Oh. From Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, Staggerers, Hello. and a Hello. Merry Christmas to you all. To you. I'm currently up. recording this on Christmas Eve, so it's very relevant to me now, very but probably less day. so for you guys, and certainly much less relevant for the listeners yes. when everyone else hears this. But you know yeah. what? Good. It's Christmas Eve yes. now, so Eve I'm just Christmas. saying it. Merry Christmas. And I'll probably leave all the New Year's stuff until I've heard your show um, and heard your your predictions and hopes and fears, and I'll send my own, <laughs> okay. and I'll, I'll yeah, cover yep. all of that yeah, stuff yeah. next time. Because this yeah, time yeah. I'm going to do a summary of Season 11. I'm going to go through um, each yes. episode, and then I'm going to talk about how I feel about this first season of this new era. It is. So The Woman Who Fell to Earth, for me, is still the best thing that Chibnall has ever written for Doctor Who. I think me too. It's a, a very solid episode. I haven't seen much of what else he writes, but this is certainly... is. <laughs> Best bit of writing that I've ever witnessed, actually. It's very good. It's, it introduces characters wonderfully, the new Doctor, the companions, etc. I think Tim Shaw was even handled well. I, honestly, I like Tim Shaw as a villain. In this and the finale, I thought it was handled quite well. So I thoroughly enjoy this episode. And not only did it introduce the new cast and characters and all of that in a really, really good way, it also introduced one of the strongest assets this season has had, which is the director, Jamie Childs. Oh, yes. He has been fantastic mm, this yes. year. He's been really good, a standout. I mean, it also introduced the composer too, Sagan Akinola, and his yeah. wonderful work. Speaking of which, the Season 11 soundtrack is coming out on the 11th of January. Uh, you've probably yeah. covered this in the news. I don't we know. Did. But right now, yeah. the Doctor's theme is available, and it is beautiful. Absolutely mm. beautiful. There are different version. versions of it throughout yeah. the episodes that I'd like to hear, and I'm sure we will on the soundtrack. But yeah, that's a really good thing. I'm very excited about that. Mm. So yeah, The Woman Who Fell to Earth, a very strong season opener for me. I really liked it. Moving on to something which continues a trend of having great characters, both incidental and our main characters, we have The Ghost Monument. Mm -hmm. I like a lot of this. It holds together really well most of the way through it until we get the main villains being floating, talking rags, which (laughs) set up a possible season arc. And then... 
nothing's ever heard of Time's again. Child For me, yes. that sort of yes. thing would have been stronger if there'd been more references to the Stenza throughout it and the weapons they had the galaxy build for them so that then they can then crush the galaxy. I just find that sort of thing a really uh, interesting concept that they didn't explore enough because they decided to not have a season arc, but introduced threads for it anyway. I don't know, that fell flat, but everything else was really quite good. Moving on to one of my three number ones, as in I've got three episodes that are tied for number one, we have Rosa. And Mm. there isn't too much that can be said about this. This was an (laughs) episode that had a message and a point, and it was quite beautifully and artistically done and and presented wonderfully and performed excellently, and the music was great, and it just looked wonderful. And it was one of those cases where everyone, I think all the naysayers with Bradley Walsh started going, Oh, <laughs> I'm wrong. Okay. People have complained about Cresco and Crasco or whatever his name is, Cresco, yeah. Crasco. But I, I don't think he's too bad. I quite liked that he actually couldn't kill anyone because if he was able to kill someone, it would have just been a straight-up assassination of Rosa Parks. Whereas been, this yeah. time around, he kind of had to stop the buses from running at appropriate <laughs> at the appropriate time. And, you know, he had to think about it more and, and try to prevent it in other ways. So I thought that was a, a better take on it than just having an assassin go after her, yeah. even though that's what yeah. it was trying to be. But moving on from a great episode to a rather dull one. <laughs> Arachnids in the UK. Yeah. Actually, honestly, I don't mind this for most of it. Maybe 35 minutes of it are really good, are really fun. I know a lot of people rolled their eyes at the very obvious Donald Trump Mickey take, but <laughs> hey, you could yeah. take the Mickey of him so easily. You I'm going to yeah, avoid I mean, politics, but I'll just leave it at that. It was quite well done, <laughs> even, even the Mickey take. It was probably one of the weakest parts of it, the character thread. Well acted, just it was just so blatant that you just kind of go, okay, right, I get you. It's going to be a line about, oh, there's a line about that. You know, it's yeah. anyway. Yeah. Other than that, a lot of this holds up really well. The bit where it falls down for me is the info dump in the scene where they find all the dumped waste. <laughs> it's like yeah. Chibnall realized, oh, yeah, I've got to write this up. I've been having so much fun writing for these characters and writing their interactions <laughs> and giving us the most doctory version of the Doctor that Jodie had played at that point in the season, mm. at least for me anyway. I really liked Probably. it as the Doctor in that episode. Uh, and then the, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we have to wrap it up. So we spend five minutes having Trump 2.0 tell us what's been happening and, and, you know, the situation there. So that's actually not the worst bit. The worst bit is the fact that the doctor contradicts herself by saying, oh, we need to give them, we need to give the spiders a humane death. And then she just leaves them there. And die, that yeah. plot thread isn't really tied up and nope. she's gone. I don't know. Most of it is good, but the ending does let it down a lot. And this is where we start to see poor old Yaz being completely and utterly overlooked mm-hmm. and in fact really major parts of her character being ignored that would make her such a cool character yeah being ignored she's a police officer yeah and you forget that so she could become the victim <laughs> um <laughs> ignoring the fact that i'm really biased towards yaz i think that's just weak writing and they forgot that about the character and by they i mean chibnall i'm going to point it out it was chibnall <laughs> <laughs> anyway on to the sarangu conundrum another chibnall episode at this point we've had quite a few and honestly mm. a lot of people seemed down on this one i really liked it i will agree about some things you know like yaz and ryan's heart to heart when they had like five minutes to go and do the thing that they had to do otherwise they'd die was poorly timed, but I honestly think it was brilliantly acted. Yeah. And it showed a lot about both characters. It showed that Ryan's quite vulnerable at times and sometimes a bit of PTSD from the, the loss of his yeah. mother and his gran comes into things sometimes. And it shows that Yaz is a very caring character. So I liked that. 
And I quite like the the pating. I know some people. <laughs> Hello, El Presidente. Um, <laughs> thought he was a bit over the top in in terms of it looking cute, but yeah. hey, not everything's out to kill you. It was just hungry, and it happened to kill people along the way by accident. I I quite like it. It's nothing outstanding, but it's a good old Doctor Who adventure for me, anyway. And then we get the second of my um, <laughs> three favourite episodes, Demons of the Punjab. And if you know me. Online, I've gone on and on and on about it. I think this is just a spectacular episode. It's one of the very few episodes, probably just the episode where Yaz is quite a prominent feature. Yeah. Um, and even though it's kind of a Yaz episode, we get a lot of Graham in it too. Yeah, yeah. which is no is problem because Bradley Walsh is brilliant and Graham's just a great character. Yes, um, but yeah, everything about this is wonderful. It's so superbly acted. It is. Just beautifully shot. Once again, Jamie Childs, highlight of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the music is amazing. Not just the the end credits uh, and the different version of the theme, but just there's a sense of tragedy, a sense of pace, and all conveyed with different sorts of instruments than you would normally hear. And that's a great thing about this episode. It's a really good source of representation for various actors and ethnicities that aren't often featured, and I, I really appreciate that. Mm. And then moving on to an episode which at the time I was really down on. I didn't really like it. And that's because I became obsessed with Demons of the Punjab. I just, I really appreciated the emotional journey we went on with that one, and it looked great. And then we get kind of like another Saranga conundrum, but not exactly the same way, but a good old-fashioned Doctor Who adventure. This one being... Kablam! It's the Kablam man! I love the Kablam. I'm not going to try that if there are any northern listeners. I'm sorry if I offended you. <laughs> um, this was, for me, compared to Demons of the Punjab, bland at the time, but then watching it again, it's good. And watching it again with the context of this season where, unfortunately, various characters, <coughs> yes, get neglected, it was yeah. good to have all the characters have something to do. (laughs) It was nice to have Lee Mack in there as well. I like Lee Mack. I like that he wasn't the one that survived with them all the way through, as much as I would have liked that, because it'd be fun to see some more of him in Doctor Who. I kind of liked that he was the one to get killed and spur the Doctor to investigate things. I'm Mm. still not too keen on Charlie, I think it is, the villain, um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, the freedom fighter, or whatever you want to call him, terrorist antagonist in the episode, being killed. I still don't know how I feel about that. Or maybe it's more Team Tardises, the fam, the gang, <laughs> how they responded to it. I'm just not too sure. It just felt a bit callous. And maybe that's in contrast to the rest of the season where this season's trying to tell you that not all aliens are bad. Not all people doing the bad things are bad people sort of thing. And I just wanted there to be a bit more remorse, I think. I don't know. But then mm. again, the scene at the end where Yaz kind of says, ask the Doctor if they could take... Daniels, Lee Max character's bracelet or necklace back to his daughter to say how much he loved her and how much he appreciated appreciated it. Maybe that was a way to kind of relieve the tension. I just Maybe. I love most of the episode. I'm still a little bit uncomfortable with that death. Anyway, mm. great stuff, really. I mean, some really dodgy moments of CGI. This is this episode mm. features the worst CGI no, from this season, which belt. on yeah. the whole has been outstanding, and it just really helps sell the show to look amazing which is why we have such a long wait between seasons i'm sure because the post-production if it's going to be this good will take time so Mm. i'm learning to live with that then we move on to the witch finders and story-wise this left me flat but i love the characters i think having such a big tardis crew does leave some cast members (coughs) yes um (laughs) 
uh, left behind, but it also does give you the opportunity to have a lot of character moments just by giving each of them just a little bit to do. It feels like there's a lot. And to be honest, she was she was quite useful in this one. She had her moments. But, you know, Ryan was fantastic with King James. And <laughs> Graham wearing that hat with the uh, yeah. bullet hole in it was funny. King James was a hoot. I love Alan Cummings. I just, I felt it was a bit slow. And the, as much as it's true, and we need some observations on this sort of thing every now and again, the lines about the plight of women were a little bit obvious and then you knew that the doctor was going to be called a witch and uh, i did find the morax a bit of a surprise even though i don't really like it when stories suddenly get a great big switch and it went from like fantasy to sci-fi all in one second and then the alien element was introduced within the final act i kind of like it drop hints sooner it felt a little bit tacked on to an otherwise uh different atmosphere but it doesn't ruin the episode, is what I'm saying, but it was a bit of a whiplash for me. Yeah. It's it's an okay episode. Nothing brilliant, nothing terrible. Then we move on to something that I do find brilliant. It takes you away. Yeah. <laughs> this one I mentioned last time, I really appreciated that uh, this one handled tone changes quite well. You have the mystery at first and the horror-esque shooting and horror-esque locations and wonderful directions, once again, from Jamie Childs to an adventure sci-fi-esque thing when you're going through to a mirror dimension you meet an alien called ribbons and (laughs) yeah i just i like it my opinion on this has been heard just last week so i'm not going to go too on it too long about it i i enjoy this one as much as i do rose and demons of the punjab all for very different reasons yeah they're all very good and then we have the finale which i've seen a second time since the first time I watched it, and then I reviewed it for the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Plug, plug. (laughs) It's better on a second viewing, but it's not great. For me, anyway. Anyone who enjoys it, like, I'm not going to stop you. I just wish I did. (laughs) Um, It just seems a bit too slow for most of it. And then the threat where Tim Shaw is attacking Earth just felt tacked on. I personally think it should have been Gallifrey, because it would have been a bit of a kick in the teeth if the Doctor had spent so long keeping it safe and trying to find it in recent years and then have it suddenly be facing destruction. Well, I think that would have been that... slightly cooler, slightly more powerful for the Doctor. Yeah. But again, the character moments really carried it on. Graham and Ryan growing closer. Graham wanting to get revenge on Tim Shaw but not being able to do it in the end. Uh, but ultimately that is, you know, taking the upper ground. That is good. Or the higher ground. Mm-hmm. Higher road. I'm mixing metaphors. It's late (laughs) on Christmas Eve. Anyway, I was really harsh on it last time. I'm going to be less harsh, but I don't really like it. (laughs) But the performances are always going to be great. The music was excellent. In fact, we got more of Tim Shaw's theme, and that's what I'm going to call it. We had a fair bit of it in episode one. We got different versions in in this, and I actually really like the theme. It's really creepy, really intense. I like it. And I liked moments where uh, the Doctor and Tim Shaw kind of had their their talk and i like that absolute power had corrupted tim shaw absolutely i like that sort of storyline and the actor playing him is great it's just a lot of it just kind of fell flat there wasn't much tension in it for me mark addy is great he's a great actor i just think there was something missing from the first few scenes where he other than his memory (laughs) where he couldn't remember anything i don't know it wasn't his fault i just feel like the script wasn't really conveying enough that he'd lost his memory. Yeah. 
Anyway, I've gone on for a long, long time. It's a good thing I'm leaving my predictions the next time because this has been <laughs> very long. That's good. I'm just going to say this season for me has been all about the characters. I love the characters. I adore the cast. I think, I hope next year, this is something that Martin from Bad Wolf is saying and plug oh, yeah. plug for that show. He hopes that the show has more confidence next year, which is what Torchwood did. Season one of Torchwood got a lot of criticisms, kind of yeah. didn't really know what it wanted to do. Yeah. Season two had a much stronger plan, kind of each episode had one tone. The next one kind of either built on that or was a great big contrast to it, which kind of keeps it fresh. And so Doctor Who has the perfect setup to do that. So I'm sure they're going to do it. I'm looking forward to the New Year's episode. Uh, it's yep. also directed by Jamie Child. So oh, it's good. at least yeah. going to look great and have a fair bit of pace because he often can liven something up. Except for that finale. <laughs> oh, I bashed it again. I'm going to keep doing that. I didn't like it very much. Um <laughs> Not I'm looking forward to it. This season, it was good. I prefer season arcs. Something like season five is great. If it has yeah. to be something like Bad Wolf, I'll take it. I nearly said Wolf again, but I mean... <laughs> and it was solid. It was a great effort. It was a great introduction to almost an entirely new team. And I'm looking yeah. forward, forward to what they give us in two years' time. Anyway, Staggerers, thank you very much thank you. for the Christmas card. Thank, thank you. you very much for the show, and I'll speak to you next time. Merry Christmas, and seeing as this will be on the New Year's episode, Happy New Year. Thank you all very, very much, and goodbye. Goodbye, thank, thank you. you. Happy Quimbo and a Merry New Year to you. Absolutely, yeah. And to everybody, oh, everybody yes. at home. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so, dear Nisla, we come to the end of another festive New Year podcast. Yay! Another year gone. One buttocks hurt. <laughs> it's quite the party, isn't it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm having a crisis. Until the next time, fun, frivolity and jollity. Who... You're, not, you're not doing it I right, know, I know, you? I know. Until then... Okay. Well, come on then, you said I... Let's just say goodbye. No, no, frivolity, jollity, who old and new, crap like that, yeah. stuff. This Come is we'll be back next time. The Staggering Stories <laughs> signing off. Goodbye. Au revoir. Farewell. Bye-bye. <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast series one, number 305, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, though it frequently happens. This has been a fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. Dogs Gizgiz, Tredgeul, Deed, exclamation mark, Narrating Low, Dune. Did you have a stroke while typing this? Let's have a look. It's a bit on the bottom. There's placeholders for any other news, but there wasn't any. Ah! I love the fact he actually puts a placeholder here, listeners, that says. Dead! <laughs> <laughs> so many have been dropping like fires. It actually puts a place in the news reserved for. Anyway. I apologise, this is due to Carolyn Keese.
Wi-Fi. Well, Wi-Fi's <laughs> fine. Perfectly acceptable for me. Yeah. 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 Why have yeah. I got a donut? <laughs> so many answers to that one. <laughs> you have an announcement to make? Uh, I just realised I shouldn't have screwed this up because my my hopes, hopes are on here. <laughs> some, it's just something about life, doesn't it? That's my hopes for you. <laughs> yeah, a few. Uh-huh. <laughs>